Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jackie. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees rewatching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. Except for right now, because we are standing in solidarity with the writers' um, strike and SAG-AFTRA. And so we are pivoting our content for the near future and focusing on more just 90s, 2000s nostalgia. And so this week, we are going to be talking about our celebrity crushes in middle and high school and maybe college. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely been a very interesting ride when we first decided that we were going to stay strong with the strike. I I think we both were like, okay, it won't be the easiest thing to do, but it definitely will be not that bad. There was a ton of stuff that happened in the time periods we cover from 95 to 2005 and beyond that we could talk about. Girl, let me tell you, it's been quite difficult. I right now have a TikTok that I'm going to create about popcorn. 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 What What about popcorn? Do I have to wait <laughs> for the TikTok? Do I get I... exclusive insight into Danielle's brain? And popcorn. I know it is your favorite snack. It's definitely one of my favorites. I am a popcorn connoisseur. And I'm very mad that we worked at a blockbuster that didn't have popcorn. Like, apparently, this was a thing, and I didn't even really know about it too much later in life, that there were blockbusters that had popcorn machines. Girl, do you know what I would have did if we had a popcorn machine at our blockbuster? I don't trust... A popcorn machine at a Blockbuster. Uh, you know I, what? I know the caliber of employees <laughs> at a Blockbuster. You are very accurate. But you know what? It has been difficult, but it has also been fun to get the creative juices uh, flowing. We are going to have a bunch of our favorite guests come on that you have known from doing different movies with us. Even some new guests, we're going to be talking about girl bands, boy bands, some of the crazy advertising that happened in the 90s and 2000s, maybe even the Olympics, who knows, just really interesting things that we have boundless imaginations to talk about. But let's dive in to our crushes, which is going to be really funny because you, Jackie and I have very different taste in we had different tastes in boys we have different tastes in men 100 percent. yes <laughs> well, i i mean obviously this might go in, a little into the 80s but like what is your first like who was your first crush like you remember liking first <laughs> celebrity wise I'm glad you clarified because my brain went to Donatello from the Teenage Mutant. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I have never had a crush on a cartoon, really. Like, I've seen. Max was kind of it from a goofy movie, too. Really? Not gonna lie. He's a dog. Literally. 
There's something about he puts on that Powerline outfit. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, celebrity wise, the first person I remember seriously crushing on was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh gosh, this is hard for me because I had so many crushes. So, so, so many. I think one of my <laughs> one of my first crushes on a celebrity. I, you'll never guess. And I might have told you this already. Ron Howard. Interesting. Please elaborate. <laughs> I think I definitely had like a thing for redheads or something because there was a boy in school that I liked that was redhead. Mm -hmm. But you know that when we grew up in New York, I didn't have cable. So I was watching like reruns on basic TV, right? And I had no idea what time period we were in, right? I I <laughs> thought that show, I'm serious. I I was little. I didn't know. I thought the things that were on TV were happening in real life. So I saw Ron Howard on a certain TV show and thought it was happening in real time. Same with Lucille Ball. I cried. I was devastated when my mom had to tell me that she passed away. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I did not know. So yeah, Ron Howard. And out of all the people on that particular show, I'm just like, why? You why had Chachi you could have chosen from. <laughs> I, I, lo I love Mason Ron Howard. But then like, I was thrown off when I found out what he looked like in real time at that time. Mm -hmm. I was like, my boo ain't got no hair. <laughs> So that was definitely one of my first. And then I started moving towards more age appropriate men, new kids on the block all day. Mm -hmm. Who was your favorite new kid? Jordan and Joey. Yeah. Joey was my favorite. Yeah. Joey that, because he was the youngest and he was yeah. the cutest. Well, and like he had that really weird wardrobe like in the hanging tough video with the hat with the no <laughs> no top, top on it, it. Mm -hmm. yeah um i think new kids on the block was probably like one of my first experiences having a uh, boy band craziness but i was mm -hmm. really young i like them and brandon the actor Brandon Adams, I believe, mm -hmm. who were in the two hockey movies I'm, I'm obsessed with. The first two, well, the yes. first two hockey movies I think they were in, he was in. And he was in a lot of like other movies. He was very popular in the early mm -hmm. 90s. And he, he had just like. Cool. You mean in the Stare movie? Yeah, that's him. Okay. And he had this like curly hair, wavy hair, and he could tap dance. <laughs> you know, I was done. <laughs> I was ready to have all of our imaginary babies together and, well, split a Barbie dream house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was, let, I was ready to let him put food in my Rainbow Bright refrigerator <laughs> he was allowed to fully move in 
Fully. He was my boo. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else. Like, boy band wise, I had my favorites, but they weren't like my crushes. So I'm trying to remember who else. Well, you know, my Joshua Jackson obsession. Yes. Started very early. Yes. <laughs> And then, so growing up watching those George Lucas movies, Mm -hmm. I think when I first saw them, I don't think it like hit me that I I loved Harrison Ford yet. It wasn't until I think middle school, high school, especially when they re-released those space movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to sound so crazy when the strike is over and someone's listening episode but y'all know what i'm talking about that's when i knew harrison ford was my lifelong partner (laughs) (laughs) i think for me like once scream came out matthew lillard all day long yeah i keep mentioning movies that i should you can you you do (laughs) when that that new wave slasher movie came out it was matthew lillard for me and And that's weird because i don't I know we liked him in high school, but like I don't remember him being like the the cheese to your crackers kind of thing. But I also wasn't that boy crazy. That's true. And there are specific movies where I'm like, yes, but then like in <laughs> other movies, I'm like, eh, not with Matthew Lillard because it's he pretty universal. much plays a the version same. of himself. But like in that Alien high school movie. When Josh Hartnett takes the paper cutter to kill some aliens, oh, I was done. D-O-N-E, done. And that's the only time that you've really been obsessed with him, right? Yeah, only in that movie and because of that scene. (laughs) It was very selective, apparently. There was always people that were my favorites on TV shows or like couples, you know, there's like a guy that I always obsessed about Mm -hmm. um but it never really went to the level of my Harrison Ford obsession Mm -hmm. when we were solidified mm -hmm. which solidified us becoming friends is because I bought you a Harrison Ford action figure yeah (laughs) well also because our so I, I think we've said this before Jackie and I met sophomore year of high school in our English class and our teacher at the time was teaching us the archetype of a hero and he used that space movie as Mm -hmm. a reference and he had posters of the space movie in his class so that definitely got the conversation started about hey do you know who my husband is his name is Harrison (laughs) Ford you know that man right there <laughs> and I remember you buying me the the action figure. I to this day have not taken it out of the box. And my mom, me coming home with it, and my mom like, what in the world? <laughs> but she understood because that I think one of the Christmases when the re-releases came out of the space movie, she bought me the three VHS set or whatever, mm-hmm. and so she knew. It was gold and black. It was such a beautiful case. (laughs) (laughs) 
another person that I just always thought was really cute was Marquise Houston from Sister Sister. Roger. You know, he he took a while. He was always so short. He was never getting any taller. And you know me. You ain't got the height to get on this ride. I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> So yeah, he started to look a little cuter towards the end of Sister Sister with, or the end of the show the twins mm -hmm. were on. <laughs> we're so fucking up, we are. Oh, but that's okay. And when Immature like mm -hmm. was becoming a little bit more popular, a little bit, but yeah, yeah, it's okay. Trying there. Oh gosh, what was the other guy's name that was on the the show that Steve Harvey was on? He passed away. He was really. I thought it was really cute. Didn't you have a thing for Jonathan Brandis at one point? You know I did. Thanks for reminding me. I forgot about him. Oh, oh, rest in peace, my poor, poor boy. When when his story is finally really told, mm -hmm. I know it's going to break my heart because I don't know what Hollywood did to that boy. Well, did you watch Soleil Moon Fry's documentary? You told me about it and I just have, I still haven't. It I gives a it lot just... of insight to where he was mentally. She talks a lot about him because she, they were best friends. I, look, I was obsessed. I thought he was so cute. Like when that soccer movie came out mm -hmm. and he was cross-dressing, I was down for both versions, you know, like I thought he was great in, in every way. And then he started dating Tatiana Ali and I was like, oh my God, I love, <laughs> inter I love when a black girl snags a white boy. It's one of my favorite tropes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if I can't be with him, Tatiana's all right. She seems yeah. cool. And then he passed away and that was just oh, so heartbreaking. It was really heartbreaking because he, he, he had such a long career ahead of him, but yeah. I mean, m mental health, it, it, it's really important and who you surround yourself with. And unfortunately, a lot of child actors are put in situations that they're not protected. Not at all. Another one that surprisingly I say surprisingly because now that I think back, I didn't even realize what a that I was a fan was River Phoenix. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I watched the coming of age movie he was in with Will Wheaton, but it was actually another movie, a movie that I don't think a lot of people talk about as much that he was in with Lily, Lily Taylor. Mm -hmm. My mom had gotten the VHS, probably now looking back, very inappropriate movie. <laughs> but I just absolutely fell in love with him. He was, he just felt otherworldly. Like he wasn't supposed to be here. Like him being here on this planet was like a gift. Yes. Um, so when he passed away, that was very, very sad for me. I'm trying to think of like more musicians because I, I know that there were quite a few musicians I was obsessed with. Now, MC Hammer wasn't a like, 
I have a crush on you, but I like to swag, you know, <laughs> not many people could pull off purple baggy pants <laughs> and a match shirt, you know, and he could dance that yeah. dude could dance. And now knowing that he is one of the most thug life dudes that you could have ever met at that time, mm -hmm. you know, people talk about him in especially around that time that you, with Tupac and, and Biggie and, and the West Coast stuff, people, I, I think it was Bill Bellamy was telling a story about just being backstage and, and what it was like when his crew would come through. Like people were, even people like Tupac, like nobody was messing with that dude. He, he rolled deep with his peeps and he was full of that street life, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and and people were making so much fun of him, and they didn't know, man. Say something to—he's he was no punk, for sure. Yeah. I like oh, I thought of another one, Mike Vitar. <gasps> yes, from that that kid that baseball, baseball movie with the dog. Yes. <laughs> We're doing, don't watch any of these movies if you know what we're talking about. We're doing our best. But yeah, that dude. Oof, so he we had, had the swag. <laughs> that baseball movie. And then he had the audacity to walk onto the set of my hockey movie. Girls. Oh, dude. I forgot about that. I, I never can. <laughs> Oh man, he was fine. And he just disappeared. Oof. Yeah. He was very cute. Liked him a lot. Liked him a lot. I also, you know, I'll stick with the classic. Mark Paul. Gossler. Gossier. Gossler. Yeah, Zach Attack. <laughs> he, he was horrible. In his as a character on the show he was on but he could get it and i think he he did get it with almost every girl on that show that they were on oh yeah a hundred percent and then to find out the boy is half asian half white and i'm like how is not he? how but like yes all these years how did we not know this interesting because he, and he's playing the most Americana white boy ever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm Asian. I was like, I can see it now. <laughs> I can see it now. Um, oh. Christian Slater in certain movies. Yeah. I was like, yes. I, yeah, I, I felt that about him when he was younger. But then when, like, he started getting older it just like when he was young baby faced and it's not that he, he he still looks the same i don't i don't know i just was just like eh. i really think it was it was role based for me hmm. like in that movie where kevin Costner <laughs> had the really bad accent yeah like him in that movie oof yes <laughs> love me some Christian Slater in that movie. Oh man, I was never on the Leo on the never. Leo bus. 
same with JTT, like Leo, JTT, who else that were just like, oh, I did like Eric Von Detten. Is that his name? Yes. I, I, I thought he was cute. I was, I was feeling the vibes he was throwing. I was not Devin saw it until I was probably in college after I had seen more of his profile uh, portfolio. <laughs> but now I'm a hundred percent Devin saw. Um, trying to think. I think the ghost movie. I was like, oh, who mm-hmm. that? Piqued my interest, and then the other movie he did after that, yes. But then once he got to become a teen, I was just like, mm, no, I'm over it. Yeah, it was more adult movies or like when he was an adult that I was like, okay, I see you. Yeah. And then now rewatching his movies, I was like, yeah, there, there is something. There is something <laughs> there. I remember when Usher came out and like everybody – all all the girls, well, all the black girls in middle school and high school were all over him when that first single came out. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't feeling his hairline situation going on there. <laughs> Some about that, like, because he had, like, in that very first video, he had, like, this beanie thing. And I was just like, oh, not attracted to that. But then something shifted. I don't know what he did. I don't know if he got a new lineup. Something. But then I was like, okay, I could feel that. <laughs> oh, we're we're missing one of your big ones. It, are we? Who? Austin O'Brien. <gasps> Jackie, you're such a good friend. Because <laughs> you remember what I forget. <laughs> yes, I was obsessed with that little white boy. You were. you still Um, when you talk about him (laughs) it takes you to a place of the past (laughs) (laughs) okay so the movie that he did with Arnold Schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. I think I saw after I saw the movie that I watched over and over and fell in love with him which was a sequel to a very beloved movie Mm mm-hmm and then the uh, book that was turned into a movie with all the girls as little who watched children. Anywho, when he was mm-hmm. in that one, yes. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Something about that movie that I first saw him in. And I, I, I wore that tape out. I watched it over and over and over again. Now that I think about it, I don't even know if it was him per se, but just the like chemistry or just the awkwardness and how they played it out as two teenagers that that made me be in love with him forever. Mm-hmm. If I saw him on the streets, I would pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I did really like joseph gordon levin oh when he was on the tv show and then the really popular movie with julia styles i did really like him and then for a period of time i was just like meh but then like he started doing more like the adult roles and stuff Mm -hmm. and i was just like yes yes 
Hundred percent, yes. <laughs> and his co-star Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I will admit when that movie that they were in together came out and he had the black hair and he I I'm you know what? I like pretty boys. I like you a, do. I do like a pretty boy. I like them to be clean, like they've showered. <laughs> There's nothing about the dirty aesthetic that I like in any way. Even if it's just an aesthetic. I am not I'm not down for it. But I guess yeah, so I wasn't attracted to him in, in that way in that movie. But when he did the movie with Mel Gibson about the war or whatnot, mm-hmm. and he was more clean cut, I was like, okay, I see the appeal. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I also very much like Scott Speedman from that show. He has no lips. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not relevant right now, but when I watched the college TV show, I was just like, "Mm, I'm fine. But when he did those vampire movies, I was like, I'm really noticing my boy ain't got no lips. (laughs) And as he's gotten older, it's become more of a thing. And Shayla, if you're listening, I'm talking about the guy from that (laughs) medical show that we can't quit that was with Ellen Pompeo's character at the end. Him. Because he ain't got no lips. <laughs> Damn shame. I'm no, trying to think remember. if there are any like other TV shows that I was like obsessed with. Oh, Adam Brody. Oh, duh. <laughs> Everyone uh, needs yeah. a Cohen self-deprecating geek in their life (laughs) (laughs) i you know like i just think his character that him playing himself essentially Mm -hmm. i was i just thought he was adorable trying to think what else what other show oh well of course ryan gosling when he was and justin timberlake when they were on that show together, Mm -hmm. they all came as a new batch. I, everybody was talking about um, Justin and I was like, no, I want that long faced boy from Canada over there. (laughs) (laughs) The long faced boy from Canada. Yeah. Well, he has a Mojo Dojo Casa house, so. Couldn't tell me nothing about him. <laughs> I'm looking up. Oh, okay. Bumper Robinson was like the quintessential 90s boy. He was in everything. I thought he was so cute. Still, He's still quite handsome to this day, but I very much had a crush on him. I also very much was in love with Tevin Campbell. You couldn't tell me shit. Like, I had his tape. I was so happy. But when Ashley Banks' bitch ass got to have him at her birthday party, yes, I know it was just for the TV show. I was devastated. (laughs) Why can't he come to my shit? Damn it. (laughs) It Oh, my God. I watched that episode and was 
glued to the screen because I love Tevin Campbell so much. If I only knew that he wasn't looking for me. I had a thing for bad boys, apparently, because the guy <laughs> that played War and Peace in that superhero Disney movie. Oh, he's so, oh. so cute. I'm trying to find his name. I don't even know his name. Oh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Oh, Jason Weaver. That. I did like Jason Weaver quite a bit. Let's see. Um, Stephen Strait. Yes. Oh, it's so sad about mm. him. It's like, so when he was young, he started dating this girl woman. I don't even say girl, woman. What? She was way older than him, and I feel bad. I got to find out what her name. She's an actress. Totally. You know, we always think of just the guys taking advantage of the women, but. There are some women who are just absolutely the worst. He was super young, too. Did they get married? Please tell me he didn't marry that crazy bitch. He did. Oh. What's that? Her name. Okay, so her name was Lynn Collins. And... They were married from 2007 to 2013. And I want to see how old he was when they started dating. Okay. Oh, so tragic. Okay. When they got married, he was 21. And how old was she? They're not telling me the age. Oh, they're real sly with this. Collins married then 21-year-old actor Stephen Strait on December 23rd, 2007 after a four-year relationship. Hold on. So 21 minus four, that's 17. Okay. So he was 17. Now, her birthday... I got his birthday. Her birthday's 1977. He's 86. Damn. So nine years apart. So she was 26 dating a 17-year-old. That's nasty. Oof. (laughs) And it wasn't even like they met when he was like mid-20s and she was like mid-30s like they started dating when he was 17 and she was 26. yeah yeah oh steven Mm. i don't think they had kids together but still it's tragic yeah but he got remarried to someone i guess more age appropriate her name is darla Jemkova. Okay. So happy for that. I hope that she treats him well because that other situation, therapy all day. Too fine to be doing this shit. 100%. Sorry. Take us down that horrible (laughs) road. (laughs) You know who also I thought was just very 
attractive Marlon Wayans. And now that I look back and it was just a certain time period, not scary movie, mm-hmm. but when he did, he oh, is very it, attractive. He is, he is. And he's funny, but I think I used to think Sean was more attractive. And then I started to say, no, you know, I, I think it's Marlon. Hold on. Now I have to look. Oh no, Sean is the one that I think is attractive. But I was obsessed with Damon Wayans. Really? Oh yes. Well, okay, so here they were never crushes, they were weird obsessions. <laughs> okay. Like I wouldn't find someone like attractive, but I had I was obsessed. So that was Damon Wayans was one of my obsessions. I would watch his stand-up comedy. I would watch it in that variety show he was on okay charles barkley was another one yes we Obsessed. all know about charles <laughs> still to this day <laughs> that's okay i was obsessed with john stockton don't ask me why <laughs> i don't know <clears throat> and then oh i had another one. Oh, john leguizamo like, I didn't mm-hmm. find him attractive, but I just thought he was hilarious and I had to consume everything. everything he was in. Same with Adam Sandler. Like, I just had to consume everything he was in. Yeah. That's understandable. I kind of feel bad for this crush. If we're getting, and we started talking about sports, and so I, I had to remember all my sports obsessions, especially when the Olympics came. I was definitely ride or die them swim swimmers okay mm-hmm. mama likes a long leg okay <laughs> <laughs> but i really really was obsessed with david justice from the atlanta braves that's fair and you know that the baseball makes me sleep <laughs> that was the only that was the most alert game i've ever been to was it was the them playing the marlins did not sleep at all. Was just calling my boy's name over and over and over again, trying to get oh, his attention. I did like, I I did like me some Johnny Damon. You did, yes, yeah. you did. <laughs> but Johnny Damon's probably not a trash, garbage human being like John no. David Justice is. He is most likely the reason that Halle Berry is kind of partially deaf in one ear. I think. the rumor is either him or Wesley Snipes, but I think she has gone on record to say it's definitely David. Jesus. Piece of shit. But at a time, I loved him. Toxic. (sighs) Oh, JC from Insane. Insane. Now, (laughs) what, what, you doing jc okay this is the psa jc what the fuck is going on i don't want when i asked for new music it was not never in my mind did i think it was gonna be for some goddamn tidy cats or meow meow commercial (laughs) what the fuck are you doing hold on (laughs) (laughs) i have to find the conversation that happened earlier and play you this audio Okay, hopefully this works. Y'all, why the fuck is JC Chazé in a fucking Meow Mix commercial? Is he that hard up for money? 
And they said, Amber said, it took me seeing that commercial like three times before I realized it was him. Gab said, does he even own a cat? (laughs) And then Gab also said, he's looking like Sal these days from Impractical Joker. (laughs) Yes. Look, there's there's a lot to unpack and I'm sure we'll talk about it when we go into boy bands, but... I just want to know who's holding up the reunion. Everyone was blaming Justin, but people are saying it's not actually him. It's JC. So JC, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, he's sir? Singing, he's singing with the kitty cats. It's, it is not just one commercial. There's multiple. Yeah, JC. Please stop this shit. If you need money, baby, we gotcha. It's called a concert. <laughs> we all come. And and like it pisses me off even more because now Justin is showing video of him in the studio with Timberland and JC is there. Yeah. Bitch, I don't want to like I don't want another Justin album. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I want in sync to get their shit together get their puppet strings ready <laughs> and start busting some ass May. if they don't announce it on may 1st <laughs> that is a missed opportunity for it just like black screen <laughs> and then you just hear it's gonna be may and then it's like announcing the nsync world yeah. tour but get it Hire together. me as your marketing <laughs> Hire Danielle as your social media content creator, and then she'll make it happen. <laughs> they they have to arrest me and sedate me. They'll be like, we hired you to make videos, not cry every time you see us. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> no, but for reals, I just don't, I, I don't get it. I yeah, I really do. Because if Backstreet Boys can pull it together and they be fighting, y'all. I know. They hate each other. Well, some of them yeah. hate one particular person. <laughs> <laughs> and that particular person hates one person in their yeah. group. Oh, it's so toxic. I always thought Mark McGrath was cute. Yeah. He still falls in that dirty category, you know? And, and like I said, I think I lean more <laughs> into the dirty category. Okay. Bad boy slash dirty. Dirty pup. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, genuine. I'd ride that pony. And who is the one? Why can't I think of his name now? He, uh, he had a single name. He was the one that did the music video and it was just from like his waist up and he was shirtless. D'Angelo? D'Angelo. That's another poor mis- poor misguided man that was taken advantage by an old hag. Ugh. He was very young when Angie Stone <sighs> messed him up. But yes, he was fine. And but that whole video really kind of messed messed with him because, you know, even to this day when he tries to do concerts and stuff, women are crazy. They're throwing panties up at him and he can't even get through the 
fucking song because of that. I mean, but he had had known, like, he unleashed something so... Deep inside us. (laughs) He's so primal. (laughs) It emerged and then could not be suppressed any longer. No, it couldn't. I was like, ooh. I don't know what this tingling is, but I like it. (laughs) There's a fire deep within me. (laughs) How does it feel? It feels great, (laughs) D'Angelo. Feels amazing right now. I am not complaining, (laughs) D'Angelo. Oh, one music video did it for me. And that was Janet Jackson's. It was like a black and white video. And That's Antonio Sabato. No, Antonio Sabato Jr. was in it. And oh gosh. Now I got to look it up. up. Love will never do. Love will never do. And also Damon. Oh, how do you say his last name? Hanso? Hansu? Yes. That was like my first introduction to him. And I was like, hello, chocolate. You are delicious. <laughs> you look beautiful. I would like I would like to be with you. Yes. <laughs> because at the time, Antonio Sabato Jr. was on my favorite soap opera. Yeah. And I was like, there's my boo. Very excited. I was like, mom, look. Look, it's Jagger. <laughs> Ooh, that just triggered another one for me. Lucky from that other soap opera, Jonathan Jackson. Oh yeah, I he hung the moon for for a while for me. Yeah, well, that was well, it wasn't because of the soap opera for you. It was because of the camp movie, right? My auntie used to watch the soap opera, so I would see him here and there when I was at her house but yeah. it was really the camp movie and that also <laughs> jumps another crush that i had which was tom welling on that superhero origin let story just, show let me, okay i just i need to say this tell me not many white men can age the way that that fucking man has i mean <laughs> i to to this day you I I haven't seen a picture of that man that I I wouldn't just jump on top of him like he is some of God's best work <laughs> okay he just was so fucking handsome in the 2000s right mm-hmm so handsome, so beautiful, so fucking tall, a tree I'd climb all day, you know? <laughs> and then he had the audacity, Jackie, to start getting salt and pepper hair. And then he started getting real, like, weight on him. And I, I don't mean like, like he got fat. I mean, like, muscle, just like mm-hmm. muscle, right? Mm-hmm. But your boy can, can carry it. Oh my God, he has, it's almost like, I, I, 
for me, one of the most ideal body types is like a baseball player because mm-hmm. they're so just like solid thick. all around. <laughs> thick. They got that. They got that ass. <laughs> that ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tom Welling. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Do you need to excuse yourself for a minute? <laughs> he, he just—he's a beautiful—he's a beautiful, beautiful man. My God, he really is. I—I I can't say enough. <laughs> I can't say enough. I was momentarily speechless. <laughs> Yeah, he mm, just top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and just having the audacity walking around in this world looking like that. You no know? business. <laughs> no fucking business. And when I found out he had gotten divorced, I was like, oh, so what you're saying, there's a chance. <laughs> And then he got remarried again. It was like, no, bitch, not you. Oh, but oh, excuse <laughs> the child. <laughs> I think if I saw him in person, I I don't think I could keep myself together. Reel yourself in? N- no. Oh my god. Oof. <laughs> huh. Well, a, I think. Man. On that high note, <laughs> before we end, yes. I think, I mean, we very much stuck to uh, heteronormative female mm-hmm. fantasies of our youth, but I think we should do like a top five of the ladies that may have turned our eyes. Okay. Of the time period, or just like beautiful specimen of. of- women for me angelina jolie drew barrymore oh shayla's gonna be so mad at you i'm sorry shayla we (laughs) like what we like that's all i got right now (laughs) for me i always thought Aaliyah was beautiful who else i love maya and I think I did think I oh I love Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Carrie Russell. If she asked me to marry her tomorrow, I would say yes. <laughs> I've met her twice in real life. I just feel like it's real, you know. Her and I. That's fair. You and me. <laughs> <laughs> I think Danielle Fischel, I've mm-hmm. always thought was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, Chili from TLC was always like my gal. She had yeah. them abs. I was always jealous that she had such beautiful abs till this day. Bitch, bitch don't age at all. I always thought Lark Voorhees was gorgeous. I know it was so sad when she started like messing with her face. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed in that one. Still, I 
I always thought Tia and Tamara were beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for letting us kind of go on a long rant talking about our favorite crushes. We will have some more guests on the show as we talked about what's different topics. It, I think it'll be a lot of fun to have panels of different groups talking about some of our favorite 90s and 2000s things that we grew up with, music. If you guys have suggestions and you want to give us a shout out of what you think we should cover, make sure you hit our quick drop. 909-601-6653-909-66-909-601 and MLF. You can twat us at the Twitters or access at the X, I don't know, threads, or leave a message on our Spotify for podca Podcasters account. And you can always, and you can also hit us up at No More Late Fees on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, threads all the channels and just send us a message of something you think that we missed or we should cover. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us and, and joining us as we pivot content. And we hope that we're still entertaining you. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave us. We're sorry. <laughs> we're going to be ironing this out. Yeah. And as always, be kind and rewind.